Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A synodal church and a monarchic episcopate. My thesis is straightforward. A synodal church to which Pope Francis has summoned all believers and a monarchic episcopate are incompatible. But terms have to be defined, or at least explained. When peace came upon the church through Constantine's edict that ended a period of brutal persecution, the church could attend to organizing itself, and it took for its model, quite understandably, the organization of the Roman Empire that was, in many ways, both its guardian and its patron. In fact, it is known that the Council of Nicaea that dealt with the Arian controversy was convoked not by the Pope, who still had to emerge as the undisputed head of the church, but by the emperor. But because of the imperial structure along which the church organized itself, the pope did eventually assume a position mirroring that of the emperor. So it was, for a long time, until the reforms of the Second Vatican Council, the papal court and the manners of court were those of any earthly potentate. It was no less true of bishops. They considered themselves and were styled as monarchs over their own dioceses. This is still reflected in the Code of Canon Law, which makes the Pope the ultimate repository of legislative, executive and judicial power for the universal church and the bishop the titulary of the same concentration of power for his diocese. Thankfully, Pope Francis has summoned the church to tread the synodal way. The Francis haters and detractors have had several things to say, adverse to synodality, most of them arising, or so it seems rather clear to me, from a version of simplistic reductionism, reducing things to their simplest but misleading sense. First, what synodality is not. It is not saying that there are no errors, that whatever people choose to believe is fine, that all truth is relative, whatever that may mean, or that what the Church has heretofore taught is sinful has ceased to be so. Synodality is the call to conversation. It is the summons to inclusiveness, which means opening the doors of the Church to those who have either kept themselves out or who we have kept out. This will include the hypocrites that we are and those we think unworthy of our fellowship. The moral teaching of the Church has not changed and by engaging in more meaningful exchanges and entering into communion with members of the other churches, Pope Francis is not by any means minimizing doctrinal and theological differences. He is rather saying that these should not stand in the way of charity or the common cause of unity. It is a call to the church to be more humble and more attuned to listening. It is the repudiation of that smug assertion, we were always right. They were always wrong, because history is replete with embarrassing examples of how the church was wrong. The bishops are expected to be the prime movers of synodality in their dioceses, and that means being willing to share roles and positions of leadership and initiative with others. But no matter the example of Pope Francis and the bold steps he has taken, that have incensed a few, many bishops find it exceedingly difficult to shift gears. They will mouth the demands of synodality. They will urge their priests and their faithful with ardor to tread the synodal path, but it is difficult for them to be rid of the privileges and prerogatives, the style and the manner of monarchs to which they have been habituated. This is one of the key problems with which the synodal journey must contend, the refusal of some, many perhaps, bishops to step down from their thrones and mingle with their subjects, so that there may cease to be monarchs and groveling subjects but fellow wayfarers on the journey to the kingdom. Under Philippine law, the bishop is a corporation soul, certainly an oddity in the corporate world, but a fiction of the law recognized for a long time now. But even that legal characterization has a synodal dimension, although the legal fiction was created long before the Francis era. 
a corporation solely holds and administers the property and the temporalities of the diocese in trust for the diocese. He is, in other words, a trustee, and while he can purchase and alienate, encumber and subject property of the diocese to easements and servitudes, he must account for his stewardship to the diocese, and more directly to the priests of the diocese. It will not do to justify his actions with an imperious I wanted it so, because he is not owner but trustee, steward. Obedience in a synodal context will not so much be obedience of all to the bishop but obedience of all, bishop included, to the command of charity. Decisions will not issue from on high, cram down on the willing and unwilling alike, but will arise from bishops, priests and laity in communion with each other, and in dialogue with members of other Christian communities, responding to the inspiration of the Spirit. The relation between bishop and priests has also been a contentious issue insofar as the laws of states are concerned. In the United States, the many suits against dioceses relating to allegations and crimes of child molestation or sexual abuse were predicated on a concept of the relation between bishop and priests that is not entirely satisfactory. Legally, the priest cannot be classed as an employee either of the bishop or of the diocese. In the first place, the bishop and the diocese do not pay priests' wages or salaries. In the second place, the bishop does not control what the priest does. The priest ministers to his parish in his best light and according to what we can only trust is sound pastoral sense. But the degree and manner of control that a bishop has over the priest in the parish is definitely other than the degree of control that an employer exercises over the employee. In fact, for the bishop to micromanage a parish would be both theologically and pastorally unsound. A diocese was not meant to be shepherded by the bishop alone, but by the bishop with the collaboration of his priests. I have always insisted that the proper legal characterization of the relation between bishop, or diocese, and priest is one of agency. This is the closest category there is to the theological relation between bishop and priest, expressed in the liturgy of the ordination of priests, fellow workers, collaborators in the diocese. As such, every priest has expressed, implied and incidental powers to act as an agent of the bishop in the parish. But really, in a church that is true to the call to synodality, power should no longer be the key word, but responsibility and communion, and when these take the place of a monarchical concept of the episcopacy, then so many problems that now plague ecclesiastical jurisdictions should find pastorally adequate solutions. And instead of a winter of discontent that enwraps those who have been kept out, or who have kept out, of the church, there will come upon us all the springtime of nothing less than a divine mandate, ut unum sint, that all may be one. Rani underscore Aquino at sanbeta.edu.ph Rani underscore Aquino at csu.edu.ph Rani underscore Aquino at outlook.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.